Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey his command to watch therefore and be ready for you don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming, coming to take us back to that place he's prepared for us. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee encouraging everyone who's watching today more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. I'm so thankful to be with you once again on the program Watch Therefore, and we're continuing on in our teaching series on covenant and prophecy. Remember, the Lord's covenants are His promises to His people, while Bible prophecy is the way He has decided to keep those covenant promises. So before we go any further, let's stop and have a word of prayer together and ask for the Lord's blessings. O Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you that we're saved. And if anyone's not saved who's watching, please help them save them today. Bless all of our viewers and please reach down from heaven and with your finger touch this special time we have together, Father. Bless us now. We ask it in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I've discussed with you that the true and living God, Elohim the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit operates by covenant and prophecy. And His covenant promises are so important for us to understand our identity, especially in this generation. Oh, listen, it's going to be so helpful for you to understand the Lord's promises and Bible prophecy. And, and we looked previously at the Abraham and then the Moses covenant. And to introduce this next covenant I'm going to discuss with you. Let's in our hearts and minds and through our understanding of the scriptures step back in time to a town called Jericho. And Jesus is walking with a multitude around him. And some are saying this about Jesus and some are saying that about Jesus. Oh, he's a prophet. Oh, he's a great man. Oh, he's a deceiver. So many are confused and can't see who Jesus is. But there's this man who's blind in his eyes, but through the eyes of faith, his spirit sees who Jesus is. Let's take a look at Mark chapter 10. Now, they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples in a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, what? Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Bartimaeus, though blind in the eyes in his head, by the eyes of faith could see that Yeshua, Jesus, is the great son of David, of the David covenant. Now let's look at 2 Samuel chapter 7, where Nathan the prophet goes to King David 
and proclaims these words. When your days are fulfilled and you rest with your fathers, I will set up your seed after you who will come from your body and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. See two primary promises here of the David covenant. A physical descendant, a son of David, would build a house, a temple for Yahweh Elohim, the Lord God. And secondly, see that his kingdom, this son of David's kingdom, would be established forever. He will be the eternal king of Israel, the king of the nations, and the king of the, of the universe. He is none other than King Messiah Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. And, and for a closer look at this temple, if you want to go into your own study and learn the details of this temple, this future temple that our Lord Jesus will return and build in Jerusalem, you can go and look at Ezekiel 40 through 48, chapters 40 through 48 of Ezekiel. Yet let's take a sneak peek at the king's return to his temple. We see it in Ezekiel 43. Afterward, he brought me to the gate, the gate that faces toward the east. And behold, the glory of the God of Israel came from the way of the east. His voice was like the sound of many waters, and the earth shone with his glory. Now, that's a tomorrow worth living for today. And, and I want to ask you a few questions. One, do you know where King Messiah Jesus is today? Yes, he's in heaven. But where in heaven? He's sitting next to our heavenly Father on his throne. Messiah Jesus is speaking to some of the churches in Revelation chapter 3. Let's pick up in verse 21. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. Here's another question. Why is King Messiah Yeshua not sitting on his own throne today? And the answer is, he's waiting. Waiting for what? He's waiting to return and fulfill the David covenant by building a glorious new temple for the name of Yahweh the Father, Himself the Son, and the Holy Spirit, where then He will sit on the throne of David, His throne, fulfilling perfectly the David covenant. Here's another question. Like Bartimaeus, by the eyes of your faith, seeing in the things of the Spirit, do you know who Jesus is? Is He your King? Is He your Savior? Is he your Lord? Are you ready for him to come to take you back to that place he promised that he's been preparing for us in John 14, 1 through 3 in the Bible? Oh, so many profess to know the Lord and to be ready for that time. And, and even more so, in the church, there's an attack, there's an aggression against the rapture. And so here's the word that we like to leave people with. On every segment of our program. Here it is. You ready? Watch therefore and be ready. In a moment, I'm going to set up a very special faith message. It's a watch therefore and be ready message because we're going to need deeper faith in the days ahead 
as the birth pains and the signs of the fig tree generation, the days of Noah, converge in an even greater way. And so I'm standing on the southern steps that would have led right into the temple in the time of Messiah Jesus. Here in Jerusalem, the Bible comes alive right in front of us. And speaking of in front of us, there is the city of David. And during the time of David, it would have been known as Zion. And, and mountains surround Jerusalem. Everywhere I look are mountains. There's the Mount of Olives, as a matter of fact. And in that context, look at what the Psalm of Ascent, Psalm 125 says. And what is a Psalm of Ascent? It's a Psalm that pertains to the Jewish people coming from around Israel to Jerusalem at this special time of year and coming up to the temple, they would stop and sing psalms of ascents. Psalm 125, those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved, but abides forever as the mountains surround Jerusalem. So the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth and forever. Certainly things are difficult in this generation. And, and the Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. And know this, like the mountains surround where I'm standing right now, the city of the great King Jerusalem, and like Mount Zion that cannot be moved, so it is with the Lord and his people. By his Holy Spirit, our Father fills us to abide in Messiah Jesus and to bear fruit that will remain forever and to walk by faith pleasing him, trusting in the Lord with our whole heart. So just like that, we can walk with Messiah Jesus, knowing that he surrounds us with his love, his protection, and by his spirit, he even sends angels to accompany us. Oh, hallelujah. You know what this makes me want to do? And I pray it does you also. It makes me want to watch therefore and be ready. Hallelujah. I'm so excited because our Watch Therefore program and message is spreading and expanding. I'm not surprised, but I'm very thankful that our Lord Jesus is making the way for our program to go into over 200 countries. Oh, hallelujah, the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. And I wanna to say to our prayer and financial partners, thank you. Thank you for partnering with Watch Therefore. Now, we have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations that stand under the umbrella of our Watch Therefore ministry. And with Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by our ministry partner, John McTurnan and myself, we're getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, and so much more here in the promised land. And then we have our ministry poured out for the nations. I've been in many African countries and many other places in the earth with the gospel, making disciples, pastors, conferences, helping orphans, and so much more. The Watch Therefore message is so urgent for this hour because it shakes the lukewarm out of their terrible condition and presents the real and legitimate urgency to the lost. You don't have much time. Pray and receive Jesus as Lord today. You don't want to miss the rapture. You don't want to go through the tribulation. You don't want to go to hell. And God doesn't want you to. Watch therefore, be ready, receive Jesus as Lord today. 
and get ready for him to come for us in the clouds. Now, I want to say some things to our partners and about partnership with our ministry. First, let me say, if you haven't received Jesus as your Savior and Lord, please do not send any money into this program or into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest today and even pray and receive Jesus as Lord. And for those who understand the principles of sowing and reaping, you're born again, Jesus is your Savior, and you want to lay your treasures up in heaven. We would ask you to prayerfully consider, watch therefore, our program and our ministry. And so I can't do this alone. And my help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. And we trust him to raise up from our viewers as he has been. And again, thank you, as he has been, viewers who want to prayerfully and financially partner with this ministry and kingdom work. We would suggest that you sign up for our monthly newsletter. There's information there on your screen. And what that will do is help you with prayer points uh, if you want to join in prayer partnership. And also, it will show you what you're financially sowing into as well. The Watch Therm 4 message is so important. And as we like to close every segment of our program, we say, Watch Therefore and be ready. So many are tragically missing the signs that Messiah Jesus warned about that are leaping off the pages of the Bible regarding this generation. There's never been one like it, nor will there ever be again. And while so many, even those who profess the name of Jesus, are overwhelmed and heartbroken and crushed in this generation, it doesn't have to happen to you. Because not only can we make it through this generation, but we can have great kingdom success. The Lord gives us a way forward. And in my book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, I lay all these things out, how to know that we know what this generation is and how to have kingdom success through it. Now we want everyone to be able to get my book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready. So for a donation of any amount to our ministry, you can get the book. Make sure you write Watch Therefore and Be Ready in the notes section of your check and online giving. Remember. Watch Therefore and be ready. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. It's so important in these confusing times, even in the body of Messiah, that we need to remember how important the Word of God is. Paul said the Word of God even effectively works in us. So we're going to continue in our study in the New Testament book of Colossians, remembering that Paul said that Christ is all in all. If you have Messiah Yeshua, you have everything you need. And, and we're going to do some review reading from last time and then go into two verses today. Why only two verses? Because the verses we're going to look at today and focus in on are not without controversy. So I'm going to spend a little bit of time on them. So first, a review read from last time, beginning in Colossians 2.11. In Him... You were also circumcised with a circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, buried with him in baptism, in which you also were raised with him through faith in the working of God, who raised him from the dead. And you being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, and he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it 
to the cross. Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. Excuse me, hallelujah and hallelujah. Now, the two verses we're going to focus in on in our program today, Colossians 2, 16 and 17. So let no one judge you in food or in drink or regarding a festival or a new moon or Sabbaths, which are a shadow of things to come, but the substance is of Christ. Paul addresses two primary threats to the body of Christ in his time, the Judaizers and those of Greek philosophy and paganism. Both are still with us today, certainly, tragically, much of the church, in an effort to avoid the one, the Judaizers, has been drowning at the hands of the other, Roman, Greco, philosophy, and paganism. Well, I'm going to deal with the Judaizers today from the word of the living God. And the Judaizers believed that you needed to be saved by grace, by believing in Messiah Jesus, saved by grace through faith in Jesus the Lord, but that you were kept saved or preserved by keeping the law of Moses. And, and as you can imagine, as a Jewish believer myself, to get to the bottom of this has been so important for me. And I'm going to share with you some of the things the Lord has shown me through his word. First, know this. In Messiah Jesus, we are in a new covenant. And there's a new law that is described in different ways in the New Testament. For one, it's the law of the Spirit. It's also called the law of Christ. And the royal law of liberty. And, and let me also say that it's important to understand the spiritual truths found in the shadows, types, and pictures of these things that point to Messiah Jesus. Uh, there's New Testament spiritual and very practical applications to things like kosher foods and the Sabbath and the feasts of the Lord. Uh, for example, Messiah Yeshua is now our Sabbath rest 24 7 and and jesus is our passover lamb and because of his shed blood we can apply the blood of the lamb to the doorposts of our heart that the wrath of god would pass over us in the day of judgment and that we should live holy lives because messiah jesus was our unleavened sinless sacrifice for our sins look at that with me at first corinthians chapter 5 verses 6 through 8 as the Apostle Paul is addressing sin that's in the body of Messiah in Corinth and not being thought of properly, look how he addresses that. He says, your glorying is not good. Do you not know that a little leaven leavens the whole lump? Therefore purge out the old leaven that you may be a new lump since you truly are unleavened. For indeed Christ our Passover was sacrificed for us. Therefore let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, nor with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. So we see here a spiritual truths that are realized through these Old Testament types and pictures and shadows, but they point us directly to Messiah Jesus and how to walk out our faith in Him. And, and consider this, Messiah Jesus is the first fruits. He's, he's not the Easter bunny. No, Messiah Jesus rose from the grave on the festival of first fruits. And he's the first fruits of the resurrection of those who had died, or as the Bible said, 
gone to sleep or fallen asleep as a, a way of saying that he is the resurrected one in a glorified body, resurrected from the grave. And consider that the New Covenant Scriptures say that you and I, if we're in Christ Jesus, are a kind of first fruits. So again, we see here that these Old Testament truths have important applications in our walk with our Savior Jesus. However, then, like today, we should not let people who want to keep the law and who are teachers of the law of Moses judge us on how we must keep the Sabbath or have Passover savers, seders, excuse me, or how we should keep the law of Moses. And you can't keep the law of Moses today because there's no temple in Jerusalem because in this age, in this new covenant time, we as believers in Messiah Jesus, we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We can't keep the law. And listen to the Apostle Peter as some of the Judaizers in his day were imposing keeping the law of Moses. It's in Acts chapter 15, beginning in verse 5. But some of the sect of the Pharisees who believed rose up saying, it's necessary to circumcise them and to command them to keep the law of Moses. Now the apostles and elders came together to consider this matter. And when there had been much dispute, Peter rose up and said to them, Men and brethren, you know that a good while ago God chose among us that by my mouth the Gentiles should hear the word of the gospel and believe. So God, who knows the heart, acknowledged them by giving them the Holy Spirit just as he did to us, and made no distinction between us and them, purifying their hearts by faith. Now, therefore, why do you test God by putting a yoke on the neck of the disciples, which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear? But we believe that through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, we shall be saved in the same manner as they. Now listen to this. I personally eat biblically kosher. It's a very healthy way to eat. And plus, I'm a witness to the Jewish people here in Israel and the nations. And, and I celebrated a Passover Seder this year in Jerusalem. And, and I go to feast celebrations here in Israel. And I have special, at different times, I, I attend special Friday night um, Shabbat celebrations, Erev Shabbat celebrations with Messianic friends. But I never try to impose that or judge others for not doing so or doing so, I would never do that. And, and there's some corners of the Jewish roots movement that try to almost make Gentiles become Jewish. And, and, and back in Paul's day, they were even trying to make Gentiles get circumcised. Look what he said in Galatians 5. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Indeed, I, Paul, say to you that if you become circumcised, Christ will profit you nothing. And I testify again to every man who becomes circumcised that he's a debtor to keep the whole law. No, it's Christ Jesus. He's our all in all. The primary purpose for the law today, and to some degree, even then in Bible times, 
It was to keep Israel as a society from sending itself into destruction to bring forth a Messiah, and then as the Jewish people have been in the nations, to keep them as a people. And also, nations have benefited from using the civil law in the Torah, like the United States, for example. But now, what do you see being taken off of courtroom walls and businesses and schools? They're removing the Ten Commandments. And look at the chaos that has ensued. So to keep a society from sending itself into destruction, look at what Paul told Timothy. But we know that the law is good if one uses it lawfully, knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous person, but for the lawless and insubordinate, for the ungodly and for sinners, for the unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers, for fornicators, for sodomites, for kidnappers, for liars, for perjurers, and if there's any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine. Well, why is this? Well, it's, it's when we get saved by Messiah Jesus that grace through faith operates working in our hearts, teaching us what the Bible says in Titus chapter 2. The grace of God teaches us to deny ungodliness and worldly lusts and to live soberly and righteously and godly in this present age and looking for the rapture, the blessed hope, and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. The second purpose of the law is to show us our desperate need for a Savior. Look at Romans chapter 3. Now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law, that every mouth may be stopped and all the world may become guilty before God. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified in his sight, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. It, it reminds me of the Jewish evangelist Ray Comfort, who has mastered the method of using the law and evangelism like our Savior Jesus did. And Ray Comfort calls that method the way of the master. And, and folks, the Bible's very clear. If you desire, keep the Sabbath or feast, but don't judge others for doing so or for not doing so. And for further study on the balance of this, you can get a lot from Romans chapter 14. But let's close out with Galatians 3. But before faith came, we were kept under guard by the law, kept for the faith which would afterward be revealed. Therefore, the law was our tutor to bring us to Christ, that we might be justified by faith. But after faith has come, we're no longer under a tutor. And as we close out our program today, here's the question. Have you been saved and forgiven in that you've broken God's laws? We've lied, we've cursed God's name, we've stolen, we've lusted and disobeyed parents and much, much, much more. Cry out to Messiah Jesus who died on the cross for your sins. The punishment for us breaking God's laws was poured out on him. He was buried on the third day he rose again. Repent, turn away from your sins and cry out to him, Jesus, save me. I'm a sinner. Please forgive me and I'll follow you. Please fill me with your spirit and give me a new life that honors God. If you're receiving Jesus as Savior today, use the contact information at the bottom of your screen. Let us know so we can send a brochure to you to help you begin your new life in Messiah Jesus. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. 
We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again. Our conquering king on that day. His sword will go forth to take back and re-